Podcast Answer Man, episode number 396. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friends. It does not matter if you are brand new to this online content creating world we live in or if you've been creating content for many years. There's something we can all do to take everything we do in life to the next level. That's right, my friends, and today I am so excited to share with you my initial thoughts on a relatively new streaming service, a video streaming service that practically anybody with an iPhone can use to instantly set up a live stream that can be interactive with your audience. Now, many of you know that I made the decision in January of this year, after nine years of doing live streaming content to shut down my weekly scheduled live stream. Well, today, I am actually streaming live in my studio. Now, it's crazy because um, I'm pointing at right now, I'm pointing to an iPhone 6 Plus that happens to be uh, attached to something called a RAM mount. You can go to, just do a Google search for RAM mount as one word, R-A-M-M-O-U-N-T. And Ram Mount is this company that creates all of these different holders and and adapters and and all this other crazy stuff that you can pretty much connect anything to anything. And I have a Ram Mount X Grip is what the the model that I use to hold my iPhone 6 Plus, and it's attached to an extension cable or extension uh, uh, device of the Ram Mount, and it's connected to another extension which is connected to a ball that actually has the tripod mount uh, adapter. And so on top of an, a very expensive tripod is an iPhone 6 Plus that is uh, looking at me and broadcasting me live to an audience. And let me just check real quickly here. I just started it a few moments ago, well, a little bit ago. And currently there are, there we go. There are 31 people who are watching me live right now as I'm streaming from my studio. But it, it's kind of a it's kind of funny because I have all of this set up and then right over to the right of it is another expensive tri mount tripod. And mounted on that is a two thousand dollar setup. Actually if you consider the wireless mic setup on there, it's it's a three thousand dollar setup and it's got the camera lenses closed, the power is turned off. It's pure HD. I could send 1080p to a live stream out to everyone and here I am sending out this this live stream via Meerkat on my iPhone today. Well, part of the reason why I'm doing that is just because well I wanted to test out this Meerkat and and for a live stream in from my studio which is um pretty nifty and and it it's just so easy to set up. I mean, it literally is so easy. So if you haven't heard of Meerkat, it is an iPhone-only application at this point. I would imagine they're going to branch out in the future. And here's the deal. This isn't brand new You technology. You could have streamed 
from your iPhone using the Ustream application for years. You could do this. It's been possible. Gosh, if you had a jailbroken phone, you could have done it on an iPhone 3, the the, the actual iPhone 3G, I believe it was. And uh, eventually, they once I think you got to an iPhone 4, you could actually stream right from an unjailbroken iPhone. So this is this technology of being able to stream video from your phone has been around for a long time. But as someone who has used all of those pieces of technology, Meerkat, M-E-E-R-K-A-T, is has taken this to a, 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 a new level, if you will. They have made it super simple for you to create a live stream and to instantly gain an audience. And the reason for this is because um, you open up the application on your phone and you you type in a little phrase as to what the content might entail. So, for example, my content says, I think it says inside the studio or from the studio is all I wrote. And then I said stream live. I can stream right now. And instantly it turns on the camera and I can switch it from the rear facing camera that, that is the higher quality or I can put it on the front facing camera, which right now, I have it on the front-facing camera, and um, what happens is it instantly starts streaming whatever is on whatever your camera sees, and also whatever the microphones on your phone picks up. And uh, it also does something else instantaneously, instantaneously at that moment. It creates a short URL that takes people that can take people directly to your live stream. And it tweets it out to all of your followers. So do know this. If you create a Meerkat, if you open up the Meerkat account, you have to sign in via Twitter. It is connect. It is directly connected to Twitter. All right. It is, it is, it, it, you have to have a Twitter account to be able to use Meerkat. So you have to sign in with your Twitter account. And then once you're signed in with your Twitter account, um, it will instantly tweet as soon as you start le- tweet, uh, streaming live. And that means everybody who's following you on Twitter will see this, or everyone who's following you who happens to see your status update has the ability that, to then click on that link. And if they click on that link and they have the Meerkat app already installed, I think they have the option where it says, do you want to open this inside the application? And if you do that, you get the real, you really get the best experience possible. It gives you the best resolution. Uh, it also gives you the built-in chat room that's built in to uh, the, the Meerkat application. And the built-in chat room inside the Meerkat application is also based on Twitter. So if you happen to be a viewer, for example, of my live stream on Meerkat, you can type in this little chat bo- box in there and it will send me a message via Twitter from your Twitter account. So it will actually start it automatically because I'm logged in with at GSPN, that's my Twitter ID. And if you send an, a message in there, it'll start off, it'll say at GSPN and then your message. And, um, and as a streamer, as the actual content creator or producer of this stream, on my display laid over top of a picture of what's being streamed, at the bottom third, it actually has the chat that's actually being initiated within the Meerkat application. And then at the top third of the display, it gives me a display of how many people are streaming live at this very moment. And it also shows me, I can scroll through and I can actually see all of the user IDs 
of all the people who happen to be live streaming. So I can mention them by name. I can actually click on their profile, a picture, and it gives me a little bit of a um, an abbreviated version of their uh, their their bio and stuff like that. And by the way, if the Meerkat uh, developers happen to listen to this episode, and I hope that the I hope that you guys will, uh, a couple things. I would love it if it, you had the ability to actually follow people right from the app. So let's just say, uh, and by the way, if you're a viewer, you also see the lower third of the chat and you also see the the list of people who are actually actively viewing the stream via Twitter or via the app as well. And it would be cool if people who, for example, who are watching me right now, there are 30 some odd people, I think, um, at least last time I looked, and it would be cool if they could actually see all the engagement that they're having with each other and they might develop a relationship as a result of maybe seeing each other in a couple of my live streams. They might actually strike up a, a friendship there. And the cool thing is, is the chat, when they're chatting with each other, it does show their Twitter ID in the, the chat. And so they could probably, you know, maybe take a screen capture and then go back and make a point to follow them. But it'd be cool if they could actually just click on that little eye picture, the profile picture, uh, their little avatar, and then see their bio and click the just the little thing that says follow. So that's one little tip that I would give the developers. I think that would be cool. The other thing um, that I notice is that um, obviously for people to be able to engage and for you to see it inside the application, they also have to be inside the application. So, um, it, you know, if for example, <clears throat> there's a bunch of people who are watching me right now and they're not watching from within the Meerkat application. Instead, they're watching via a browser window. They don't have the Meerkat app right now. It's very easy to get if you have an iPhone, which is cool. But um, anyway, the, the, it's, it's real easy to get the app if you have an iPhone, but a lot of people don't have an iPhone or they choose not to get the app right away. But um, those folks right now do not have the ability to send a message where I would be able to see it in the app. So if I was, for example, let's just say I was actually live streaming from a concert or from a conference or something like that. I love this is the first time where I've seen a great integrated chat room inside the app. So with with Ustream, that's one thing that they had missing. Their 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 crazy chat room really didn't work all that well, in my opinion on the the Ustream streaming service. But this one is so easy to start and it's so easy to see the chat room of the people who do have access to the app and are able to initiate chat messages from within the chat. Now, a couple cool things. The really cool thing is, is that everything that is in the chat, in the chat room, is officially a tweet. So if you are a user or viewer viewing this and you initiate a message to me, uh, or anyone else in the chat room using the app, you are actually creating tweets on your profile. That is cool because, and of course, I love that it automatically starts every every one of those messages with, with at GSPN on Twitter because I'm able to follow that on a regular Twitter profile. So for example, right now, I'm using the my phone to stream, but I'm actually following on TweetBot on my desktop. So I have TweetBot opened up right now. And for example, I see that Zach Hayden says, it should notify you with when at GSPN goes live and when uh, and then when you open the app. And uh, Jorge says, I retweeted, retweeted this for you. So 
uh, Zach and Jorge, thank you guys for being here. A bunch of other people have been interacting with me. And, and as TweetBot gives me real-time notifications of people who send me an at GSPN message or an at reply, I can follow through. And what's really cool about that is I can say this. So let me just, I'm going to go in one more time. And I'm going to hit paste in here, see how many people who are watching right now. Zach and Jorge, thank you guys for being here. So there you go. Um, and by the way, real quick, uh, just another note is that when you're streaming, it's about 20 to 30 seconds delay. So you, they, somebody might tweet me something and I get instantly notified of it and I might respond instantly, but they have to wait about 20 or 30 seconds later to actually hear my response because the stream is that far behind. Uh, Jeremy is actually asking me right now. He says, Cliff, have you booked your flight to the UK yet? And I have not. But anyway, um, moving on to keeping things on topic here. But uh, what was I just saying? 30 seconds. Oh, so what I was going to say is people can send you at replies and you can follow it outside of the app, which is cool. So here's the deal. I've got 32 people who are watching me right at this minute. And I'm going to communicate to those 32 people. So of the 32 people who are watching me at this very moment, I happen to know that probably only about 10 or 15 of you are actually watching using the Meerkat app right now, all right? And so for those of you who are using the app, feel free to use the chat function. But there are a lot of people who have joined me and this is their first experience. They haven't heard me say this before. But for those of you who are watching me right now via the web version of this because you don't have the Meerkat app or you're on your computer's desktop. Couple things I wanna tell you, and, and this is gonna be very informative of those of you who are thinking about using Meerkat in the future. Number one, this is I think this is version one of their software. There's a lot of things that I think they can improve. But um, one of the things that I can tell you is that on the web version, on your computer desktop, chances are you're used to having your browser window pretty wide and the uh, default uh, the, uh, default resolution or lands or, uh, orientation, that's it, orientation of the video in the Meerkat app is in portrait mode, you know, vertically, up and down. However, um, what happens is on the web, it's, it's actually automatically resizing to your browser and then chances are if you're watching me on the web, what's happening is you're seeing only a portion of me. You might only see the top of my head or something like that. Well, what I encourage everybody on the web to do right now as you're watching me, take the browser window of my live stream and resize it to the smallest you can possibly get it or at least the thinnest. All, go all the way to the left, resize it all the way down and then all of a sudden you'll notice that you can see pretty much everything. Uh, Daniel Hayes just tweeted, he says, wow, this is much better on the app, absolutely. Um, Justin Barclay says, uh, Meerkat is great. I'm on the app. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm reading tweets as they're coming in from the community. Now, here's the thing. Those are the people who are in the app. Now, for those of you who are on the web, watching me via your desktop, or maybe you're even watching me via a web browser on your phone, um, you may not have the app and have no ability for me to, uh, to, to interact with me inside the app. However, Anybody with a Twitter account, you can swipe right over to your Twitter um, client or if you're on Twitter on the web, go into a different browser and send a message to at GSPN. Again, that's my Twitter ID. It stands for Generally Speaking Production Network, GSPN. If you put at GSPN and send me a message to at GSPN via Twitter, it will automatically come to me 
in my Tweetbot. So that means that now I've found a way for me to have uh, interaction with everyone who's viewing, including those who are on the web. Now here's the situation that I run into. This is great when I'm streaming from the studio because I can have a different Twitter account pulled up. But on my iPhone, if I'm out somewhere else, I'm not going to be able to see any of those tweets that are coming in from anyone else who is watching via the web. So for the developer of Meerkat or developers, my recommendation is please update the app in such a way that all of our at replies come in so that while we're streaming, any at reply to our username, bring that into the chat room. I know that that could cause some issue where maybe you get somebody who might be sending me just a random at reply. Um, you might just find somebody who's sending me a random at reply that has nothing to do with the live stream. They just happen to be sending an at reply. Um, I realize that that could be an issue. Also, I realize there might be an issue at some point with trolls. Obviously, I, I have experience with trolls. Uh, I have the, I have my own uh, hate group out there, which is fine. But, uh, you know, I, I would hope that I could go into Twitter and just block those profiles and then that would avoid that from showing up in the app. So I don't know if that's the case or not, but here's what I do know is that, and, and it's, I hesitate to call it a web app, but the web version that people, um, the, the one thing I realize is that when people click on the stream, the link that says, hey, I'm broadcasting live via Miracat, click here, I realize that it will not broadcast my stream to them unless they log in via Twitter which I think that's kind of cool. Um, that's fine. Um, and, 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 and I do think that's cool. I think it's a great way to keep out, you know, uh, anonymous users and stuff like that. I mean, people can create anonymous accounts, but I would hope that I, again, I could go in and block some of those people. And that might be something you might be able to figure out as a, as a developer of Meerkat, if you're listening, um, to, to have the ability to go in and blacklist certain user IDs and stuff like that. Uh, that's something you're going to have to think about for the future, I'm sure. But anyway, my recommendation is, or when people actually watch via the web, they have to log in via Twitter anyway. Why not give those people access to the chat? Why not in include that ability there? Um, instead, at the bottom, it actually will tell the people who are watching via the web how many people are streaming. It will also tell me, tell it has a little chat icon that says how many chat messages have been typed into the app, but it doesn't actually show the chat. So it'd be great if the people who are watching on the chat on the web could also see the stream of messages at the bottom or somewhere in that. And it would also be awesome if they could leave, since they're signed into Twitter anyway, why not give them the ability to tweet from the web version of the stream just like they are able to do on the iPhone version. Now, I'm certain that you guys have already thought about that. You've probably been in test and beta development for a long time before you released it, and you've already got this feedback, and it's already on a future roadmap of development, and you probably didn't need me to tell you that. But just in case, I just wanted to share that with you. But uh, so some people, I, I've done a couple tests, and uh, so far it, it works pretty flawlessly as far as opening the app, clicking stream, and boom, instantly people are there. Now, of course, I think that will depend on how many people follow you on Twitter and, and all of that stuff, but it I can tell you this. Um, I've had more people sign in instantly without any notification prior that I was going to do a live stream. 
I've had people just jump in to this because of how simple it is. Um, more on this than I than I usually get on average with with a live show that's been scheduled week after week after week. Um, so and and I was like middle of the day yesterday. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna sit on my porch and I'm gonna have I'm gonna test out this meerkat and turn it on. 18 people were there within like three or four minutes. It was just insane. So some of that could be that it's new, but I think it's more along the lines of how simple it is to to not only pull up the stream and or to start the stream, but also to pull up the stream and also to engage if you have the app. Um, so yeah, all of those things. Uh, a couple things that I can think. People ask me, do you what do you think is a good use case scenario? Well, I think it's just great use to pull up a live stream and interact with your audience whenever you happen to be out and about. Um, you know, obviously, some people said this is nowhere near the quality of the stream that you normally would do for your live broadcast, and you're absolutely right, and and not even going to expect that from this app, but it's pretty good, and the reason why I'm doing it today is because I wanted to demo it, but... Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love the idea that not only could I do this from my studio, but I could do this from anywhere. I could be, you know, I could be bored at sitting at Chipotle by myself and I might, you know, pull up a, a thing. This is, in my mind, this is e easier than Google Hangouts. Um, it even, actually, what I can tell you is it even gets more engagement than a Google Hangout. Well, depending, I mean, you can schedule some Google Hangouts and get lots of engagement, but it's just on the fly kind of deal. Um, now, obviously, the other people can't share their video back with me and, and have streaming conferences, and it's different than Google Hangouts, so it's it's not the same, but um, I still, I like it, uh, so I think this is great for just random, uh, just random engagement with your community when you happen to be out and about or whatever you want, wherever you want to do it. Um, yeah, so so I, overall, I I, th I think it's great. Uh, but here's here's one other thing that I would say is, it, it, and I, and I think I already said it, but for the developers, there's one thing I wish is it, if there's one feature, and that is give me the ability to see the live stream of every at reply that's coming to at GSPN on Twitter inside the chat room, not just the ones initiated inside the app. That that is my number one request. Alrighty, so the, enough about Meerkat. Um, I, I, you know, if you haven't heard about it yet, uh, I know some of you already have, and you've been trying it out, and I've been uh, catching some of your streams. But uh, it, 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 for many of you, this is going to be the first time you've heard of Meerkat, and I encourage you to go check it out. Certainly, if you don't follow me on Twitter, uh, my Twitter ID is at gspn, and I believe I'll be doing a lot of meerkats. I do. Uh, so, so follow me. And the other thing is, is I actually brought in several people from Facebook. I just took the link from Meer uh, from Twitter that that Meerkat published, and um, and um, what was I going to say? I, I was looking at the chat that just came in. But anyway, um, I, I took the the link from Twitter and I posted it to my Facebook profile, and I let people know, hey guys, I'm going to record podcast Answer Man via live via Meerkat. Uh, you do have to log in via Twitter. Here's the link if you want to join us. So yeah, and, and it brought in quite a few extra people. So pretty exciting stuff. Meerkat, uh, I like it. All right. The next thing that I will share with you, let me just do a real quick podcast plug of the week. I, 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 I wonder why I got out of the habit 
of doing these uh, things. Oh, by the way, Crystal Foth, Foth is here. She says, oh, so cool. I look forward to checking in when I can. So awesome. And Justin Barclay says, I actually saw your, your post in Facebook. That's how he got here. And also, Justin's already uh, doing uh, interaction inside the chat with uh, somebody else. So pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Personal plug of the week. This is, uh, I'm going to give you two of them. Uh, first of all, um, I'm going to tell you about From Founder to CEO, brand new podcast with Todd, uh, I think it's Uterstedt. Anyway, let me go ahead and uh, go over to FromFounderToCEO.com, and I'm going to go ahead and click play so I can take a drink of water here and let you guys hear what this show sounds like. Super, super high-quality sounding show. Listen to this. Coming up on today's show. The hardest thing for me is I'm a doer. So I'm really good at at getting stuff done. I'm really good at customer service and really good at client facing and project managing. And, you know, I, I love doing those things, but I'm also just really good at it. And when I had to stop doing and start training and leading and educating a group of people, it was really daunting for me. Welcome to the show that helps you make this successful journey from founder to CEO. Hear from dynamic, inspiring, and successful founders as they share their insightful stories and practical tips that make becoming the CEO more fun, stress-free, and easier to build the company and life of your dreams. Now, please welcome your host, Todd Uterstadt. Ah, William, thank you for that kind introduction. So happy to be with all of you today for this very first podcast, and I'm very excited to have Chelsea Burler, founder and CEO of Solomar Marketing Agency, on the show today. Not only will we hear about Chelsea's successful journey, but she shares with us trusting too much and too soon may lead to some unintended consequences. There you go, my friends. How amazing does that show sound? Now, uh, Todd is an alumni of podcasting A to Z. He actually went through the course twice, and he wrote a little message yesterday. He says, uh, this is what he wrote in the Podcasting A to Z Facebook alumni group. He says, what a blessing Cliff Ravenscraft is. Today, I am filled with gratitude for him and his influential work. Today, I launched my website from founder to CEO.com and my podcast, which is linked here. Uh, it would have never happened, it never would have happened uh, without the kind, generous, and powerful information, support, and guidance that I have received from Cliff and his wonderful course. I took a podcasting A to Z twice. Yes, I did. Uh, you might ask why. Well, the first time was I the first time I was really struggling with, can I do this? Then um, when it was all done, I realized I was not listening with my heart uh, and my head. I think that's what it says here. I realized I was not listening with my heart and head. Uh, the second time around, I realized that Cliff provides much more than information about podcasting. He shares his spirit and his mission in a way that it inspired me to find my own voice. I am getting, I am get, let's see, I am just getting started for sure, but I am ever so grateful to Cliff. I'm grateful to Emily Bennington, my fellow A to Z classmate, who was very helpful in helping me develop my initial ideas and helping me to see what was unique about me. Thanks, Emily. I did not and will not forget. Um, let's see here. 
Though my initial podcasts are far from perfect, poorly edited, void of my true voice, and in need of further development, I feel so great just to be able to begin the journey onward. All right, so Todd, congratulations on your podcast, and for your first episode, I will tell you, I give it a 10 out of 10, my friend. From founder to CEO, go check it out, Founder. From it's actually from founder to ceo.com. And folks, if you enjoy that podcast, be sure to please leave him a comment, reach out to him in some way, and let him know you heard about him from the podcast answer man. All right. Another one here is Chris Wilson's Critter Crop Chronicles podcast. And this came in via email. It says, uh, Hi Cliff, I am certain that when you receive dozens, if not hundreds, of these types of emails on a regular basis, but I wanted to take an opportunity to write to you and thank you for being one of my personal inspirations to not only pursue a balanced life, but to take the leap of faith and jump into the world of podcasting. I've been faithfully listening to Podcast Answer Man for roughly 10 months, and I've enjoyed listening so much that, I've, uh, that, I'd give, uh, that I thought I'd give podcasting a shot. I currently have seven episodes of my Critter Crop Chronicles online, where I focus on my profession as an animal control officer and create online audio content geared in that specialty niche, as well as humane welfare and animal sheltering. My show features personal stories, interviews with colleagues and contemporaries in my field, related news, as well as training and education tips. Your free tutorials and information helped me tremendously to get started and to get the creative juices flowing. Ever since I started recording, I've discovered exactly how much passion I have for it and how much I want to create improved and additional content on a regular basis. But I found the past two weeks that attending to my professional and family life has put my consistent episode release schedule in jeopardy. Well, this afternoon, I finished listening to episode number 395 of your podcast toward the end of the episode regarding a delay in your release schedule. Uh, Anyway, basically, he was saying that what I had shared about the delay in my release schedule helped me understand that sometimes we have to let let life and other matters take precedence, and it's okay to delay your episode and focus on what's truly important. Thanks for helping to take the pressure off. By the way, you recently accepted a Facebook friend request from me. I'm excited to be able to keep up with your adventures. Thanks so much for everything, Chris Wilson, host of Critter Critter Cop Chronicles podcast. So there you go. You guys can check it out at, um, actually, what is the link to their their podcast? Let me see if I can find that. Um, I'll tell you what, just go into iTunes and do Critter Cop podcast and you should be able to find it critter cop or actually critter cop chronicles but uh chris thank you so much for the feedback and real quickly i do want to say um i do think that consistency is extremely important and i do know that there are things in life that do get in the way um and certainly as you're pursuing that balance uh, i would i would encourage you especially if this is not necessarily to build your personal brand that's you know di- that's directly going to derive income and stuff like that but this is something a little bit more on the side project which is what i'm hearing from you chris um, then i certainly recommend that you let your business and your life your family take precedence over uh, consistency in your schedule there are things you can do to help improve your consistency, uh, and of course, here I am talking, right? 
but you could put it on your schedule at a certain place at a certain time. Uh, once a month, you could uh, block out maybe four hours and record four weeks worth of content in one day. Uh, you could have, uh, you can continue to keep that built up so that if you need to take a week off, you've still got buffers there. There are things you can do, but certainly I'm glad that l- the most recent episode of Podcast Answer Man helped take the pressure off. And uh, again, if it's something that you're doing on the side, certainly uh, missing a week every now and then is not going to hurt you whatsoever. And congratulations on putting your message and your voice and your passion into the world. I think that's awesome. Alrighty, I, I, I thought I had another one, or did I share that already in the last episode of uh, Podcast Answer Man? Let me just go here real quick and look at episode 395, Jennifer Kaufman. Yeah, okay, so I did that last week. I just wanted to make sure that I get Jennifer in there, because I, I knew that I wanted to make sure I gave her a plug. All right, um, what do I want to talk about next? Uh, how about this, nine income streams to consider for your online business. A lot of people who are podcasting, uh, they're looking to create income and generate income from their podcasting efforts. I've been very successful at doing this myself over the years. One thing that I have discovered is that I do not consider my podcast to be my business. Now, there are some of you who desire that, um, and because I have not turned my podcast alone into my business, I really don't have a lot of experience to tell you how you can generate all your income from just getting behind the microphone. Uh, I think there, even if your podcast is your business, there, there's a whole lot more to it than that. There's, you know, becoming good at sales and selling the opportunity to sponsors or advertisers and growing your audience and all. There's all kinds of other things you have to do behind, you know, that. And I realize that those of you who want to turn your podcast into your career, uh, that you're willing to work hard to do that. And I get that. I just don't have all the steps for you because it's not, you know, my podcast, Podcast Answer Man is not my career. Instead, Podcast Answer Man is my business uh, and and Podcast Answer Man, the podcast, is a a, a marketing arm of the business. It's, it's something that I do to help educate people on who I am, what I stand for, what I have to offer what value I bring to the table, and and to help uh, notify you of products and services that I have available where you can purchase them from me in my business. So, for example, Podcast Answer Man is a, a communication platform for me to share all of that, but where I make uh, my money is through my podcasting A to Z course is my number one way. Uh, my digital training tutorials is another way, which, by the way, real quick uh, announcement here, um, I, I just want to let you know, I just updated Audacity 101. So there are 430 students. Let me look real quick here. I'll, I'll pull up my business spreadsheet, and that's on a Google spreadsheet. And then I'm going to click on A to Z, and I'll be able to tell you. So 442 students who have gone through podcasting A to Z. So this is an announcement to all 442 of these people. If you've gone through podcasting A to Z, then you have access to the Audacity 101 tutorial. And I want to let you know that as of Tuesday, March 10th, that has a brand new version. And all you need to do is click on the link to Audacity 101, type in the same password it was before, and you'll notice it's a brand new tutorial there. Brand new. So excited about it. And by the way, to the hundreds of you, and I, I I don't have the accurate number, but I I'd, I'd say it's probably close to seven or eight hundred of you 
who have purchased that tutorial since 2010. Same information for you. If you've purchased Audacity 101, if you want, you can click on the link that, that was provided when you made that purchase, type in the same password, and that new tutorial is now available to you as well. And if you happen to be listening to this podcast and you are brand new to podcasting and you have never edited anything before in your life or maybe you've just dabbled in some other programs but you want to learn how to do just the basics of Audacity audio editing, well, go to Audac- go to podcastanswerman.com slash products and you can purchase Audacity 101. And that tutorial is now brand new and it will help you learn how to hook up a microphone and record directly into Audacity. It will help you learn how to take a recording off your digital audio recorder and bring it into Audacity. It will help you learn how to edit out things that you want to take out. It will help you understand how to put music at the front and end of your show. And it will also tell you how to take a you know, the, it'll tell you the difference between a WAV file and an MP3 file and why it's important that you know the difference, what sample rates you should choose, and all of that other stuff. Uh, just the basics of basics, but everything you need to know to produce your show uh, from recording to, to creating an MP3 file, and that's Audacity 101. Completely brand new, up to date, so excited about it. Anyway, so that's how I make my money. I make my money from equipment sales at podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. And and so if you haven't seen my equipment package, head over there, podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. You can get the same kind of equipment that you heard the audio quality of Todd Uterstedt's, right? That he's using the Podcast Answer Man equipment package. You hear um, Michael uh, Stelzner of Social Media uh, Marketing podcast. That is my equipment package. So many people out there are using my equipment package. And if you want to use my equipment package too, you can at podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. So anyway, as you can see, the way that I generate income isn't necessarily by just getting behind a microphone and having people pay me to talk to them, but I make a majority of my income from providing valuable information to my community and then also making that audience aware of the fact that if you want more from me and what I have to offer, check out some of the products and services that I have. And so that's what I've just done there for a few minutes, right? So anyway, let me share with you nine different streams of income that you could consider for your online business, all right? The first one is affiliate income. Affiliate income is where a company will pay you a commission for each sale that you refer to them. I'll give you an example of this, Bluehost. It is a web hosting company. Now, pretty much everybody who has a podcast, I believe that they should have a WordPress website as well. Not required, but I I highly recommend it. And as a result of that, a lot of people who are brand new to podcasting and brand new to creating and setting it up the way that I suggest that they set it up, they don't yet have a self-hosted WordPress hosting account. And so I recommend a service called Bluehost. And you can, my affiliate link, if you go to gspn.tv slash Bluehost, it will take you directly to Bluehost. And if you sign up with that, I get a very generous commission. By the way, Bluehost will cost you about $83 or $85 for an entire year. You do have to pay for the year up front. But I will tell you, I get a very generous commission when you use my Bluehost affiliate link. And um, another thing that I do, I have a blog post at podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. 
And that again, podcastanswerman.com slash hosting, where I talk about Bluehost and I talk about the actual hosting ex- provider that I use now. I used to use Bluehost. Actually, I have a Bluehost account as well, uh, just for demo purposes. But, um, and, and I explained the difference of why I had to move to a different service. And all of that is explained in in there. But anyway, every time I refer someone and they use my link to sign up, I get a commission. I have an Amazon account. And so every now and then I'll talk about, like, for example, I use a, a Mio Alpha heart rate monitor for my workouts. And I talk about that on my Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. And some people will say, hey, I want one of those. Where can I get it? And I go, I think it's gspn.tv slash Mio. So let me just look. gspn.tv slash M-I-O. And that takes them to Amazon. And I get, I think, 4 or 8% commission. I, I think it's 4% commission. But they, they pay the same price. doesn't cost them anything. But that's affiliate income. So that's the first way that you can generate income. Um, and uh, to get those relationships, you simply reach out to companies and ask them, do you have an affiliate program or do you pay commissions uh, to people who recommend your services? All right. The second one is physical product. You can sell physical product to people. These can be products that you, you make uh, per, uh, personally uh, or it could be, by the way, I see that Ryan is saying that he is getting no audio in the live stream, and uh, I haven't seen anybody else say that yet. So let me just check to see this is if this is working. They always they they don't keep going and they don't push through the the most. Okay, and it seems like I was still going with the other thing. So no, we're good. I think that's just Ryan's experiencing some issue with no audio there. Uh, and and by the way, that's one of the dangers of doing a live show and having interaction and, and engagement is that you can get distracted from recording content. And it's one of the reasons why um, you, you really have to be careful. But uh, yeah, everybody is now saying, yeah, no, audio is good. All right, good. So physical product, this is where you could create your own product and sell it to people. Uh, I'll give you an idea of a product. Like, for example, I love the Heil PR40 microphone, right? And if I wanted to, I could I could actually design a better pop filter for the Heil PR40. And then what I could do is I could make that available for sale and tell people, say, listen, here, or I could create a pop filter that would be universal for any microphone that is just the superior thing. And I could actually have that de- developed and, and made specifically for me with my brand, and I could sell the Podcast Answer Man pop filter. And then I could also not just sell it directly to my audience, but I could also um, sell it to other suppliers of professional audio gear. Now, that's not the route that I've gone. Instead, what I've decided to do, and I do have physical product, and what I've done is I've gone to an equipment supplier that is a, a trusted name that has, I think it's over 100 years of experience in uh, professional audio, and I have developed a great relationship with them since 2008 and have sold over $750,000 in professional audio equipment. That's right, I've sold three quarters of a million dollars in physical product. And the cool thing about the way that I have it set up is that they actually blind ship all of those orders to my clients. So it goes it goes from their warehouse to my client. And they simply send me an invoice and then I pay them within 20 days. And um, of course, I get the money up front from my client and I keep the difference, right? So that's another way that you can do physical product as well. But so that's affiliate income, physical product. 
The next thing that you can do, another stream of income that you could do is coaching and consulting. So whatever you have experience in, whatever it is that you are doing as a profession, there are probably other people who would love to learn how to do what you've done. They would love to learn from some of your mistakes. They would love to learn from some of the things that you've learned by just experience that experience only can give you. But however, uh, they can avoid some of those negative experiences or maybe sh- jump, uh, get a jump start on on a different, you know, avoiding a different path that they were thinking about going down because, well, you've already been down that path and have maybe proven that it it's not maybe the best thing to do. Anyway, coaching and consulting, there's a lot of people out there who would probably be interested in in having your experience. And so you could do by the hour, you could create packages of, of coaching. Uh, so so for me, when I first started out, I charged way, way too little. And that, of course, if you're brand new and you're starting out coaching and consulting, I can almost assure you that you're probably gonna try to sell yourself too short and you'll be too cheap. And actually, that can really uh, hurt you in getting people to hire you because when I first started back in 2007 offering consulting gigs, I was $50 an hour. And even then, I had a hard time thinking, is anybody ever going to hire me at $50 an hour? But I realized that people, a lot of people were not hiring me because it was so cheap that they thought that I didn't really value what I had to offer, didn't have confidence that I could really deliver anything of value to them. Uh, it wasn't until my rates were $150 an hour that things really started taking off. And when I was $300 an hour just for a one-hour converse- conversation, $300 for one hour, it, at that time, I pretty much landed every single client that reached out to me. And uh, anyway, you know what? I'm going to give you another link. I'm not going to put this in the show notes because I'll forget. But if you can just, t- if you can remember this, and, or type it into your browser if you're available available to do it right now. This will change your life if you're a consultant. It's gspn.tv slash double your rates. All right? gspn.tv slash double your rates. All one word. And that will take you to a blog post on Peter Shallard's website. I have no idea who Peter Shallard is. I've never read anything on his website except for this one blog post that my friend Farnoosh had sent to me. And it's titled, Why Why People Want to Pay You More, Seven Reasons Doubling Your Rates Doubles Success. I'm not gonna go through all that here, but just know this, there is an opportunity for a stream of income of coaching and consulting for a lot of people out there, and it's worth a whole lot more than what you think it might be, all right? Another stream of income is webinars and or digital products, all right? Webinars and or digital products. Now, a webinar is where basically you use something like GoToMeeting, and there's a ton of other services out there these days. I personally use GoToMeeting, and I have a uh, an affiliate link at gspn.tv slash GoToMeeting. I think that's the link anyway. But anyway... Uh, I use GoToMeeting and I have the ability to share my screen and talk into a microphone and have lots of people on the other end seeing everything that's on my screen. Or I can actually turn my webcam on and I could actually look at the cam and they can look at me uh, as I'm talking to them. And I can share the same stuff that I might share with one person one-on-one. I could teach it to an entire group of people in a live audience known as a webinar. It's kind of like a conference, but it's online. 
people don't have to fly to come and see you. They can actually just log in right from their desktop. Now, digital products are similar in my mind because oftentimes I will do a webinar live and interactive, but most of it is training and I take the Q&A at the end and I do that for the purpose of actually recording it in super high quality HD, making sure that everything looks absolutely fabulous. And then I, I take the recording of that and I make it available for a uh, for purchase as a digital tutorial or a digital product. And by the way, a, a digital training tutorial, a digital product could be a tutorial. It could be in an informational product. It doesn't have to be video. It could be, you could actually take a, an audio recording and sell it as an audio book or an audio product. There are all kinds of, you could have an ebook. that's a digital product. So webinars, digital products, that's another great stream of income. Uh, so far, I can tell you that I've done all of the above. In fact, actually, I'm looking at all of this and I've actually done all of them. So got a couple more here. The next one you could do is online courses. Now, this is where I focus most of my attention all year. Um, is my podcasting A to Z online training course. Now, this is where I've already have, I have a preset curriculum that takes people from a process, process of starting with having nothing whatsoever of a podcast, and by the end of four weeks, they have a, a podcast published in iTunes. And I have tutorials that are already put together, training products, and I have an outline for each week of exactly what steps they need to do that week. All of it's pre-designed and put together. I put them into an online discussion forum. I limit it to 30 people and I allow them to engage and interact with each other. I interact with them all week long, answering every single question they have along the way. I personally make myself available to each student for those four weeks. I also have a webinar every Friday called a group coach, the weekly group coaching call. Uh, it's basically just go to meeting or actually go to webinar and all of the students are invited to be a part of uh, a Q&A where they can ask me anything that they want and I get to show them the answers in video form on the screen. Uh, so I absolutely love online courses and um, it, back when I first started that course, it was $800 and it sold out every single time and then when I raised my rate to $2,000, it still sells out every single time. And uh, I don't anticipate that I'm going to raise the rates anytime soon. Uh, but if you want to be a part of that, my next course starts May 25th. I've already got three people signed up now. Two people have checks in the mail, uh, which was weird. Out of all the 442 students that have been in so far, I've, this is the first time I've ever had anybody ever send me a check. And I've got two people sending me a check in the mail. So anyway, th this se next session, May 25th, is going to sell out. It'll have maximum of 30 people. If you want in, go to podcastinga-z.com. So that's another online uh, stream of income. Uh, public speaking can become a stream of income. Now, this might take you a little bit to build up into. Uh, I would recommend, if you haven't done so already, speak at some free conferences and and kind of build up your your speaking style and and, and kind of take some courses or go to some conferences on taking your public speaking to the next level and eventually once you do start doing that you'll get you'll get some great recognition from your podcast you can make it known that you want to speak at people's conferences and and as you advertise that maybe sign up for a speaking bureau you can start getting paid to speak publicly now i can tell you that uh when i started out my first speaking gig i think was 500 dollars 
On average, uh, I get somewhere between $2,500 to $7,500 plus all travel and meal expenses. Uh, so it's pretty decent income. I have a friend of mine, he gets paid $15,000 for every speaking gig that he does, uh, but he's been doing it for many years. Uh, and I know people, I, I don't know them personally, but I know people who get paid a whole lot more than that. But uh, yeah, public speaking is certainly a stream of income if you desire to uh, take it to the next level and improve your skill in that area and you have something valuable to offer an audience. Another one is live events. So this is not just a live online event, but a live physical event. And I've done a couple of these. You've heard me talk about my one day, next level one day business mastermind events. Those have been a huge success. Uh, and I plan on doing more of those, but right now I've, I've been really focused on uh, updating tutorials for podcasting A to Z, creating some new stuff, and making sure that uh, I keep up with this crazy hectic tra travel schedule I have uh, between now and when my next session of A to Z starts. So be on the lookout for me from live events. But live events is where you could, let's just say you're going to a conference and what you could do is you could actually go to that same conference hotel and reserve your own meeting room and, and then find out what that cost is. I can tell you right now, on average, it's going to cost you somewhere between one to $2,000. Uh, and that will include meals for the people there and stuff like that. Uh, it'd be $1,000 without the meals, probably about $2,000 with the meals for everyone. But anyway, and, and that's about 10 to, 10 to 20 people. Okay. So, uh, and then what you can do is you charge a, a certain fee for people to attend that event. And as long as you have something that's a valuable curriculum that can really help people, it will, it, it could be something that you sell. And of course, some of these things you'll have to wait until your audience is built and you've gained uh, an amount of uh, rapport with them where they know, like, and trust you and and they would want to attend your event. So some of these things take a while to build up into, but they're still in income streams for you to consider with your online business. Another one is membership site. This is where people pay a monthly fee to be a part or to have access to um, uh, ex an exclusive membership that you're offering. I, I have had two different membership opportunities in the past. I used to have something called gspn.tv plus membership where people paid $10 per month and they would have access to all the content that I produ produced on a weekly basis. I used to put out seven to 15 podcast episodes per week. Uh, every show had at least one episode available for free every month in iTunes, but the people who were plus members were able to get every episode of every podcast. Now, some of my shows like podcast answer, man, were always free and, and all, and always would be because I monetize those in a different, this show in a different way by just providing free, valuable content and then letting people know of the paid products and services that I have. But anyway, uh, I did have a membership access monthly fee and had hundreds of people who paid uh, $10 per month for that. And another membership site that I had was my podcast mastermind organization. I had that for two years and people paid for access to the, the, the mastermind calls that I facilitated. They had access to um, an online forum that I facilitated and they also had access to all my tutorials and also... Uh, some webinars that I would do uh, sporadically as well. But I've had two different membership sites. I don't have one currently. I don't know that I'll go to one in the future, but uh, I know Michael Hyatt is crushing it with Platform University. 
Uh, so that's another example. If you haven't seen that, you can go over to platformuniversity.com and check out his membership site. But there's lots of uh, different things that you can do to create value for people that people would be willing to pay a recurring monthly fee for. And then, of course, there's the final stream of income that I'll just mention real quickly, and it's related to podcasters. Uh, but it could also be for people who have, um, you know, uh, just online content anywhere, sponsorships and advertising. And of course, if you want to know more about sponsorships uh, and advertising, I would just encourage you to go to podcastanswerman.com. And then on the right-hand side, I would encourage you to check out uh, on the right-hand side of my site, in the sidebar, there's a thing that says posts most often referred to. And then below that, it's a, there's a little section that says a great way to browse in, a, a great way to browse my site, and it's a bunch of topics in a list format, and they're all in alphabetical order. But all the topics are there, and just look for sponsorship and advertising, and you'll see some great podcast episodes where I, I go into deep dive information on that. But anyway, my friends, what I just shared with you, believe it or not, nine different streams of income that you can consider for your online business. Number one, affiliate income. Number two, uh, physical product. Number three, coaching and consulting. Number four, webinars and or digital products. Number five, online courses. Number six, public speaking. Number seven, live physical events. Number eight, membership sites. Number 10, or number, I'm sorry, number nine, sponsorship and or advertising. All righty, so there you go. That, my friends, is a full, uh, almost one hour episode of Podcast Answer Man. I hope this has been valuable to you. I am excited to tell you that finally after uh, two weeks of uh, returning from my vacation, I am in full work mode once again. I am totally connected to my 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 mission and and passion for the business that I have and I'm blessed to have thank you so much for dealing with me over the last couple of weeks while I was kind of just throwing some content out there to kind of just keep the momentum going but uh wow I am very excited I hope you guys will check out um podcastanswerman.com/products check out some of my tutorials there uh if you want to just jump right into my may 25th session of podcasting A to Z, head over to podcastinga2z.com. And if you haven't done so already, uh, if you are a, a entrepreneur, online content creator uh, that is behind your desk night and day, uh, you've been adding pound after pound after pound, you are sedentary you feel lethargic and tired, you're not getting enough sleep, and it, just life physically and emotionally is spiraling out of control, then I would encourage you to check out my podcast over at pursuingabalancedlife.com. Today, I just released my 600th episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And so I'm going to give you my own personal plug of the week for my own podcast, pursuingabalancedlife.com. My 600th episode just went live today, and uh, it is an hour and, a, an hour and a half in length. So it was a little bit longer than normal, but uh, fun stuff. Well, my friends, that's going to wrap it up. I'm not playing any music here at the end. I just want to say thank you all very much for hanging out with me here week after week. And until next time, I encourage you to take everything you're doing to the next level. Podcast! Add some man.